What is up? Happy hump day. Welcome to the talking place. And this is episode 11. I know that because I'm on top of it this week. <laughs> I'm, I'm finally caught up. Uh, I don't have, uh, I don't have a backlog of, of episodes to edit and I'm, uh, I'm about a week behind. So it's all, it's all catching up to me. It's, it's scary because now I'm going to be, you know, recording and then editing right away. I, I had a, I had a good week or two, uh, where, where I was like, you know, I had a nice little cushion and, and now I messed myself up. <laughs> I took, took a week off, week and a half off. And, and now, uh, now I'm going to be, you know, recording, editing, posting, all that stuff. So it's, it's all good though. It's something that's going to keep me busy keep me doing stuff. And, you know, I, I know what episode <laughs> this is that I'm, you know, when I record the intro. So, so that's always a plus. Uh, it's, it's a good show this week. It's, it's an awesome show. I was really looking forward to recording this one and, and it did not disappoint. Uh, if you are not familiar with Elaine, uh, she does co-host the Xbox Empire over at PSVG, play some video games network. And it is an awesome Xbox centric show. So if you are, if you're looking for, uh, for a podcast where, where they focus mainly on the Xbox side of things, then, then that is your, that's your go-to right there, I think. And just like, just like always, I'm going to try and have everything linked in the, in the show notes. So if you're, if you're interested to know where to find her on Twitter, uh, where, where to find her, her podcast and all that stuff, it's all going to be there. Uh, along with whatever things we discussed that need linking. So go ahead and uh, check it out if you're interested. And once again, I hope you appreciate this show the way that I did. Like I said, it was a great time uh, talking with Elaine. It's been a few years in the making. Uh, we went over that in the show, and it's been something that you know I've always wanted to do. Uh, I've always wanted to sit down and, and chat with her and and get more into uh, who who she was and the type of person she is. And and I hope you guys enjoy the show. So so I'm hoping that it's enjoyed, and I hope that it's appreciated. Uh, I think. I think the the topics that we were talking about were really personal and at the same time they were really important and it's something that a lot of people should be should be listening to and and understanding that it's not always sunshine and rainbows like like we we always like to show on social media and all that stuff and and talk about on our shows and and I'm just really glad that I didn't want to focus on on gaming or anything like that you know I wanted to try and steer clear of all the normal regular stuff that uh that we're both known for talking about and it was just a really good deep conversation and and i really really dug it and i i hope uh hope to have her on again and and yeah she she will be on again <laughs> she'll be on next week uh but uh you know as far as these two weeks back to back, I, I hope to have her on again, you know, in the future. One thing I will say though, uh, that I, that I wanted to mention about this show, uh, just to correct myself, I kept on mentioning that today's positive hashtag that, that, uh, that Elaine does on Twitter. Uh, it's not a hashtag as I, as I figured out. It's, it's a thread. It's more of a thread, but I don't know why my mind thought it was a hashtag. I thought, I guess, I don't know, whatever, but I feel like I've been, uh, it's like one of those things like, like your neighbor calling you a different name 
that's not your name, but he's been doing it so long that you just, you don't want to correct him, you know, cause it'll be weird. I've been calling it a hashtag for a while. <laughs> I think, I think, uh, I tweeted at it before and everything saying that, Hey, I like your hashtag. And it's like, obviously not a hashtag, but whatever, who cares? All right. I'm, I'm, I'm not always there. It's okay. It's, it, I, I have my moments and then I guess that was one of them. So whatever. Anyway, I hope you enjoy. Hope you, hope you dig it. And I hope you stay safe. Peace out. It's been it's been a long time, long time in the making. Uh, wanting wanting to do this, you know, not only just like you know sitting down talking with you and everything, you know, because mm -hmm. this this is like you know I'm gonna I'm gonna hype you up a little bit right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is you know this is like going back to you know some other castle and other and, and all that stuff, you know. So, oh man, this is the warm fuzzies. This is the, I forget yeah. that people have been listening to my bullshit on the internet for yeah. a really long time. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it, it, it's been a while. It's been a, it's been a minute. <laughs> and, and you, you can't, you can't, deny, you can't just like, you know, sweep it under the rug. You gotta, it's true. You gotta, you know, you gotta live with it. You know, I mean, you, you went, how long? How long did you go? Like, you know, just like talking talking bullshit about snacks and, and all this oh, other stuff. It's so long. Yeah. It's my favorite topic. You can still get me to do that at a moment's notice effortlessly. Well, so. may, maybe, maybe that's what we'll do. I don't know. <laughs> Look, it's your, I'm just here <laughs> to hang out and answer questions. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's what I want to try and do. You know, I mean, it's, okay. it's, uh, you know, I don't know how long you got. Uh, typically I want to try and, uh, and and mute everything that's going on hold on <laughs> yeah was that i was about to say was that your discord or my discord i don't know i'm not sure all right so so let's see get it started would you care to introduce yourself i can sure now <laughs> <laughs> yes perfect i love it wait I love, it's it's like when, like, like I said before, I is, this is like, you know, a long time in the making and, you know, I've been trying to plan it out for a long time too. Like I told you what, sometime last year I was like, Hey, let's do it. Oh show. yeah. And it's like, now, now we're finally doing it. And, and it's like, we did, we were on the mic together one time before and we were I complete know. idiots with, with coffee. <laughs> that was amazing. So. And you know it. <laughs> So that was my see. greatest podcasting achievement. I'm going into acting next week. <laughs> lies, it's all lies. I'm just oh nerd. man, that was great. And uh, for for everybody who doesn't know about that, that I'll put the the link to to okay. Delvin Delvin's show in the show notes here because that's that it was it was magical. It was there was no that was so stupid. Of. I love it so much. Um. <laughs> So how do you want to roll? Do you have like an intro that you usually do? How would you like to play this game? No, we, we just go with the flow. Uh, I, I'll intro post 
and and you know do do whatever like that you know just carry on with with whatever so if if you if it'll make you feel better welcome to the talking place elaine oh hey oh hi i'm elaine (laughs) and uh (laughs) and it's it's very very nice to have you uh i i hope hope you enjoy your stay i guess (laughs) <laughs> i'll try i'll try to make it not be like the person who comes in after me and be like who closed last night why yeah. is it such a nightmare in here why are all of the stools upside down and <laughs> raccoons are taking over um, it, it sounds like it sounds like it's uh happened before i guess i guess that's a story we could get into if you want <laughs> yeah. so elaine uh i'm sure i'm sure there's a lot of people that know you and I'm sure there's there's quite a few that don't. If you are unaware, uh, you 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 have been in podcasting for a while. So if you want to go ahead and and uh, you know give a little brief little thing about you, a little blurb, sure. I guess. Would you like my like my professional, semi professional, completely unprofessional resume on the internet? Um, I'm Elaine, and I started a podcast back with a, with a good friend of mine, Leah, back in 0809 called Some Other Castle. And before that, I was on a podcast called 360 Arcadians, and I want to say that that was around 06. So I've been doing this for a minute. Um, I am incredibly geriatric at this point and carry a cane, <laughs> and it just says, yo, have you heard me on the internet on the side? Uh, <laughs> uh, from some other castle, I kind of did the traveling guest host gig. I was on the Mommy Gamers and the Married Gamers and all these other shows. Gamer Andy, when it was still a thing, was mixed in there. And then I landed myself by some weird fortuitous luck at the Play Some Video Games Network of Podcasts, where I now co-host the Xbox Empire show with my good friend Donnie uh, Weekly. But it's been a very weird roller coaster ride of internet time. <laughs> like, podcasting now is so easy. Like, mm. any of us idiots can just put a microphone in front of our face, right? Like, yep. But in 06, it was a nightmare. <laughs> like putting a podcast out on the internet was so hard. And it was really still difficult in 08, 09 and beyond that too. And so now I'm just like, wow, these kids and their internet technology, so good now. <laughs> so, right? So uh, so, t- so tell me about that. Because I know uh, back then, I want to say I was I was listening to podcasts back then. Uh, it, was, it was very, very few compared to now uh you know mm-hmm. now nowadays everybody and their grandmother has has something going on and and you know it's like back then it was just starting up and and everything was fresh and new like the wild west so how 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 was it like you know putting something out like like what was the process from you know getting on the mic recording all the way up until like publishing like what was it <laughs> Boy, I'll I'll use some other castle because I did that process kind of directly with 360 Arcadians. Someone else often edited and figured out. I don't even know how we put that out on the internet. I'm not even sure how people found that podcast, but a lot of people did. It was weird. Um, that was some other castle was a show I bought a mixer for, mm-hmm. like a physical XLR microphone piece of technology because Leah and I were doing that show in person. And we would sit ah, nice. on the floor with these with these mics and I would have my Mac and the audio would feed in and I would sit there and edit the audio like right after we recorded the show and then send it to a WordPress site, I want to say. Mm-hmm. It was WordPress. Everybody uses WordPress. <laughs> and we would sit there and like bounce episode titles off of each other for like 20 minutes until we found one that made us both laugh really hard. <laughs> That was literally how we came up with episode titles. I have notebooks filled with like Uh, options 
And we would just run down them out loud until we hit one that was like, no, that's the right one. <laughs> that's the one. And then we would, she would write show notes while I would edit the show, sitting on the floor, wrapped in blankets, usually oh, like an man. old grandma. <laughs> and then I would upload the audio. We would set up the WordPress thing and it would go. And we would just be like, I hope someone hears this because it's real <laughs> stupid. <laughs> and we drank that shack arizona drink Mm. (laughs) i have a lot of really do you watch the simpsons yeah you know the episode where homer drinks a candle so he can eat the really hot pepper (laughs) and then he hallucinates a fox and a pyramid that's the kind of feeling that i have looking back at that time like i know that it happened but i'm not sure it was completely real do you know what i mean like that episode sticks in my head often, and it's about stuff like this, where I'm just like, I know I did that. I'm not quite sure I wasn't in an a altered state <laughs> through most of it. Well, it, Who it, listened to this? It's, it sounds like the way, the way you would hang out with somebody in high school. You know, oh, we, we have a three-day weekend. You want to come over and, and you know sleep over and stuff. The kind of stuff that you would do just like hanging out with your friends, you know, yes. sleeping over at night. This is the kind of bad ideas you have when, like, you snuck into your parents' liquor cabinet and tried to get some of the vodka out of the bottle and then filled it back up with water. This is not a thing that I did. Okay, I was I played by the rules. I'm I'm being honest. I never did that. But this is the kind of stuff that the kids that I knew in high school would have totally done. Like, I don't know. We got these microphones. Let's just talk about snacks, bro. <laughs> and then you put it up. But the difference is, then I put it on the internet. <laughs> Because I made terrible life choices. Um, and a yeah. lot more people than I, I often forget how many people who I still interact with on like Twitter and Discord and stuff who yeah. listen to those shows mm-hmm. and will like make throwback jokes. I'm like, oh no. Oh, oh, sweet summer child. There is one guy and he might, he'll probably listen to this, Marcus, who I love to death. Mm. And every once in a while, he'll just like send me a message and I'm like, it just transports me back into time. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Stop. Hmm. <laughs> you know, um, it's those, and it's great, but it's wild because that was twelve years ago, thirteen years ago now. Yeah, it's crazy. That was that was before before kids, was it? Yes, yeah. I was pregnant with my first during that when we had the podcast, and I distinctly remember tweeting "Stop baby time" when I went to the hospital. <laughs> I'm a grown up. I'm a t- <laughs> I, I've since told him that story, and he like doesn't have the musical reference, <laughs> so he just rolls his eyes and walks away from me now. <laughs> cool great i'm 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 glad like you know it's it's still still something for you you know and i know that there's like other podcasters out there that are still still going after after so many years like i just heard uh paris yeah uh, he's he's over there doing uh kind of funny now uh marcia is still she's still doing mommy gamers and everything she's she's been around forever too it's it's like it's still still a thing that's still still hanging around and still worth doing still like you know it's it's one of those things that you just you know enjoy doing and you know you you're good at it you're good at talking socializing and everything so so just keep at it keep going who cares i can't stop now (laughs) i mean i've been doing this as long as teenagers have been alive like well there's no stopping now (laughs) like i think there's something to be said for doing the thing that you love, even if no one else is going to care. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I had a quote that I put in my Instagram stories and it was just one of those ones that stuck out. And it, it said, if you enjoy it, it doesn't matter what other people think of it. Yeah. There you go. 
And that's kind of how I approach this. It's like, well, you don't have to like me. You know what I mean? I finally got to the point and it took me until my late thirties to be like, that's okay that I'm not for everyone. And my, you know, this hobby isn't for everyone. I don't need to make it big to, to be in love with this. Mm. I just like doing it. It's fun. So I'm not going to stop, you know, just because it's like, well, I don't make any money. I don't care. I get to crack <laughs> jokes wise every week and someone laughs. What If one person laughs at my nonsense, I'm accomplished. <laughs> and it's usually me and that's fine. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, it's that's that's like, you know, a good good general advice for everything too, you know, because it's it's something that I told myself with with my blog when when I had my my food blog rolling and it was going like, you know, with with everything updating on the regular and everything like mm-hmm. that, I never made like crazy money on it. I would get I would get contracts to to do like, you know, a promoted post. Mm-hmm. On, yeah. on some An item or something post, like yeah. that. Yeah. I would do those here and there. Uh, the most, the most traction I got was I got a contract for one year, uh, to work with Wilton. Uh, oh, nice. I did, I did like a whole bunch of, uh, promoted posts for them. They would send me a whole bunch of stuff, uh, you know, to, to work with and all that stuff. And, uh, they even sent me to Chicago once. Nice. Uh, it was, it was like this whole, paid trip like they were offering to pay for the plane and the hotel and all that stuff and and you know it was to do some some big social event that they do all the time every year or whatever and it was it, like you know a grand old time and everything it was mm-hmm. fun but you know it got to the point where nothing was really like coming from it you know there was there was no big big payout there was like no no big you know attraction as far as as uh traffic went or whatever and it got to the point where you know what am i doing this for like you know it is i'm just like wasting time nobody's reading anything nobody's doing it but then it, i realized all this time that i've been doing it it's like basically a journal of mine that i've mm-hmm. been keeping for myself like you know over the years so that's what I turned the blog into like, you know, I went away from food and I went more towards like, you know, just family stuff and, and nerd stuff and things like that. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy with what it is now. It's just like a personal thing that people could read if they want. And if they don't, then whatever, it's still there and it's still just something for me, you know? Yeah. The, when, when the act of generating the content is for an end goal, inevitably that will erode. Yeah. Right. You, you can't, it's not sustainable unless you get lucky sometimes or mm-hmm. you're very, very talented or you just you just meet the right people. If the act of producing the content is because that br- is what brings you the joy or the satisfaction, then you can sustain that forever. Yeah. Um, or at least until that act no longer brings you joy. And it's like I've had periods where personal relationships have changed. I or I've fallen out of love with generating content or I wasn't generating the kind of content like I was trying to do it for an end point. Yep. And the, re- the reality is like, I just want to get on a mic every week and have fun and, mm-hmm. and show and feel my own joy. And if I'm doing that, I, I could do it forever. Yep. You know, it could be about nonsense. I-, I said this week on Empire, I didn't play any video games this week, but we're going to talk about it anyway, <laughs> because I just, I was tired and it happens, you know, yeah. you're human, but like, it's not, it's not, I'm not there for just like the numbers, mm-hmm. you know, I'm there largely 
And the reason I love doing this so much is because I want the human connection from it. Yeah. I've met so many people from all over the world through doing this. And that's why I'm here. Like, mm. that's the best stuff. That's that's the way you got to look at it. You know, it's always it's always uh, the like the underneath, like under the hood kind of thing to kind of way to think about it. You know, it's right. it's not about, you know, how many people you got following you or how many how many downloads you got. It's about just, you know putting something out that's going to be that's going to be something you're proud of mm -hmm. you know? and and that's that's where i'm at too with with this it's yeah. like with even with future monkeys future monkeys you know we we you know we're always based out of our community and you know for as long as i remember the community it's been like a pretty close-knit group of people sure and it's it hasn't been like you know a lot of uh, you know, influx of visitors coming in and joining and all that stuff. It's it's like a very slow trickle of new people that would come in, and and it's all good. It's all fine. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's nothing to complain about or whatever because it's just it's us. We we have fun doing whatever we're doing, whatever we're talking about, and and everything's good. So it's like when I put out a show and it's and I <laughs> I go to publish the next one. And that's when I scroll through and I see, oh, let me see how many people downloaded the last show. And I see the number and it's like, oh, all right, that's cool. And sure. Yeah, exactly. More, like whatever. You know? so, I should note, if you want something out of like, if you want, if making content is something you want an end goal from to, to have as a job, I have no like disparaging comments against mm -hmm. that. Like, I think that's rad. I just think it's not, I have another career <laughs> and <laughs> One that I love, like I'm not looking for an out from that, you know? Yeah. So for me, this is an extra, not mm. an end goal, but I'm not like looking down my nose at anybody who treats it that way. If you yeah, put in that hard work, like more power to you and much respect. Yeah. I don't find joy in doing that personally. I think that those, those people that do that with that end goal are the ones that, that wind up uh, pushing themselves and they, they're the ones that, that, you know, get to that point where they're more successful with it you know absolutely it's all what you put in and if you really yeah. want it you know bad enough it's not universally true that you will get it if you just work very hard you know yeah. like i said before in a lot of ways you do need to get lucky mm. um, and meet the and you do need to have some sort of natural talent on a microphone like this isn't one of those things that you can everybody cannot be a streamer yeah everybody cannot be a podcaster you need to have either have or develop a certain talent for it but if you want if you put in the grind like you'll get something back from it that you might want i just can't you know it stretches me so thin and it takes for me when i convert it into the the thing i'm relying on for income mm -hmm. that's when it becomes a bummer yeah because then it's like i have to do this instead yep. of i want to do this yeah. and, and it turns into a job and you don't want to i don't need more of those i have so many i'm so <laughs> tired i'm so tired i've got these kids very tired yep <laughs> You gotta you gotta put them to bed early because you gotta record and pay the bills. Yo, yeah, no, these kids would know though. Like, mom's little sign is up. We gotta go to bed. Like, my kids are a little older, and also they have the fear, so uh. Uh, <laughs> they just go like they're reading right now. They will totally be lights out by ten because they know if I find out they don't, they're in trouble. Mom's gonna be mad. Yep i i gotta I gotta figure out that secret because mine mine they just they don't care. <laughs> They're feral. Well, I mean, mine yeah. are feral during the day, but once like once <laughs> night hours come, the rules. I'm I'm very. I make few rules. 
uh, hard and fast rules with my children. Mm -hmm. Don't be a jerk. It's definitely a rule. Um, but bedtime is one thing I'm willing to fight over. You will sleep. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, I will fight over food, but I will fight over bedtime. Y'all. <laughs> that is, that is always a constant fight here because it's, it's one of those things where all day, uh, it's, it's pretty much, uh, completely devoted to, to everything about them, you know, and, mm -hmm. and taking care of them and making sure that they're, they're doing their school, they're getting fed, they're, you know, taken care of and not killing each other and all that stuff. And it's like nighttime comes and it's bedtime and, and it's like, okay, it's time for bed because, you know, mommy and daddy need to, to relax and they need to, you know, meditate and try and be one with, with the earth again and, and <laughs> yeah. the adults. Yep. And, and it's like, they, they could spend the entire day, the kids could spend the entire day off doing whatever they're doing in their rooms, playing games talking to each other like totally ignoring us but come nighttime they want to be family focused oh, oh yeah they want to <laughs> watch the, movies uh, and cuddle and yep. it's like no go to bed this is too real yeah. um mine don't try it at bedtime because they know i will stay there is no negotiation past 10 p.m there is no i become the bedtime dictator i don't mm. even care fight me i pay for this house but uh it's when i sit down on the weekends like they're doing their own thing it's like two o'clock in the afternoon I'm like cool kids are doing their thing I go to like pick up a video game controller. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Suddenly everybody's downstairs in the basement yes. wanting to know what I'm doing. I'm like, you didn't give a crap what I was doing 10 minutes ago. Children are yeah. fun and everyone should have them. That's a lie. <laughs> um, it can be joyous and fun, but just they're very tiring. Oh, man. It, it's not it a is, lot of alone time in my house. I'm going to tell you. Truth. Oh. <clears throat> yep. Well, you know, I don't know. Uh, the the pandemic is not is not making anything easier uh it's it's like we we had the the good six seven hours a day to to clean up and to you know oh, yeah. and all that and now that's all gone and it's been gone my house has not been clean since march of last year and it's just been absolutely ridiculous it's just like every day is carnage and chaos and it's it's horrible oh uh, but we love our children so much yes we do we do we do it's true uh <laughs> even though they make us i'm going gray like my gray hair is like really starting to come in oh buddy dear second child i love you please stop love mom <laughs> so um, yeah it's it's uh it's it's just craziness everywhere but uh let me see you you mentioned you mentioned you were you were talking about uh empire and how and how you <laughs> you haven't played any games this week uh do you i think i saw a tweet of yours or something uh that that you mentioned like you're just not not into games right now like you, there was nothing like really tickling your fancy so uh the decision fatigue tweet yeah. i stand by that tweet um i tweeted something to the effect and i'm not going to pull up my own twitter because i'm not <laughs> that person i tweeted something to the effect that like the pandemic has like exacerbated this problem. The mm -hmm. I have too many choices in front of me and I don't want to make any more decisions. Like I spend every day making decisions. What everybody's going to eat, what I'm mm -hmm. going to work on at work, like chasing down work that for work, cleaning the house or not cleaning the house. How am I going <laughs> to exercise today? What am I going to eat? And I get to the end of the day and I'm like, I don't want to play a video game because there's too many choices. Mm -hmm. Literal, real first world ass problem, right? <laughs> And my brain is exhausted. Um, 
I was telling my husband this and my kids, and I was like, even booting up the video game, now there's too many choices of what to do in the video game. I just want someone to tell me what to do, mm. right? So I actually have done this thing where I'm just like, I'm going to put on an audiobook, which is not something mm. I used to enjoy, turn out all my lights and lay in bed and listen to someone tell me a story. There you go. Like I just, I've taken the agency out of my evenings and I'm, I'm looping back around to playing games. Like I installed Hitman 3 and I'm going to play the video games. Okay. 100% going to throw bananas at unsuspecting NPCs (laughs) heads. Don't worry. But the last couple of months, the last year has created this vortex of like Mm. exhaustion and mental overload. Right. When I get that way, I just want someone else to tell me what we're eating for dinner and someone to read me a story in the dark. Like, I want to be a little kid again, mm-hmm. you know? So I've created that. Like, my husband finally picked up on it because I said it over the weekend. I, I went on this whole diatribe. And yesterday, I was like, oh, I don't know what we're going to eat for dinner. He's like, we're ordering pizza. Mm-hmm. That's it. And I just looked at him. He's like, I, I heard you. <laughs> you know, I, get, I get it. I do. I understand. Mm-hmm. And I laid in bed and listened to a book after eating pizza. And it was really nice. Yeah. So. Randy's so sweet. <laughs> my poor husband. <laughs> I told him that was his new nickname. He's like, I don't understand. I'm like, he'll never understand. His name is Don, but it's Randy now. I'm gonna get a tattoo of the name Randy on my back shoulder. Just like, <laughs> I mean, no one will know the inside joke except like me and four people. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So, uh, so I I asked that. I asked it because you know it's something that a lot of people go through. And uh, I'm I'm no stranger to it too because there's there's been plenty of times where where it's like there is no no game created would make me want to pick up a controller to to touch it yes. you know yes and it's happened to me more often than not like it's it's been it's been like that actually like towards the the end of of you know last gen. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. it was, it was one of those things where I think it was the, the end of the year last year, uh, where Pokemon came out and I went like crazy with that. And then right after I got into animal crossing and, and it's like <laughs> animal crossing and Pokemon were the only two games that I like completed in, in uh- two, 2020, you know? that's 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 how bad it got i get into this um this happens to me in cycles right this is not pandemic specific i think what you're saying is 100 the same way that i am where i like i just get to a point where i'm just like i don't wanna and i don't have a really good reason why i just don't wanna uh Mm -hmm. and i try to go with that vibe because it's my brain telling me it needs something different right now right but when i get like that i tend to to go towards if i am going to play a game to go towards comfort food and for me that's stuff like tetris like i will always play tetris i my brain actually shuts off when i play tetris 99 and i totally zone out and just play tetris and i'm not overthinking everything for 15 minutes Hmm. that's lovely that's so good the other one is like doom (laughs) i when when the it's so silly when the pandemic got really bad in the very beginning and I was kind of depressed and super anxious. I started a playthrough of original ass Doom mm. forward. And I went through every Doom right up until Eternal came out. And then I played that one. And it was very weirdly comforting to murder <laughs> space demons from hell. I, I have no explanation for why this happens. I think because Doom has been a game for me, especially original Doom, that like has 
always come forward with me. You know, I love Doom so much, unapologetically. So, Doom and Tetris. That's my whole brain. Little blocks and uh, angry hell demons. I I like how one is a uh, is a very very calming puzzle game, and then the other one is fighting demons. I feel like it's really captures my personality like it grabs onto both like i can be that scary person but normally i'm very warm and fuzzy so it's like oh family friendly elaine and then there's like oh you've done made her mad you know (laughs) it's like the two halves of elaine it makes me happy that it like translates into video games in my comfort food there you are yep i am here (laughs) yeah kid 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 got up and okay I had Doom finished Tetris. the thought, so we can just pick up right from there. All right, so so Doom Tetris, Doom Tetris, the two <laughs> the two parts of me. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, I mean, fatigue would be the best way to describe it, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's hard to to say, like, you know, when it's happening, like it feels it feels bad in a way because you know you feel like you you're into this hobby. And you're 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 crazy invested in it, you know. Yes. And, and you're you're here like, okay, I want nothing to do with it now. And it's like, you know, you you turn around, you start look start looking for other stuff to do and and things like that. And it's like you 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 would have time to do stuff, and and you just like you know pick up other things or whatever. Like me for, for example, with me, it's like whenever I get in that rut <laughs> where there's no gaming going on. That's where I'm focusing more on my blog or, mm-hmm. or you know, reading more, <laughs> like something that I always wish I would do more, but I just feel like I don't have time to do, you know? So it's it's always up in the air, like, you know, when, when the rut is going to stop or whatever, what's going to make me come out of it. I don't, it's funny because I did just described it to my husband as like feeling guilty. <laughs> Yeah. about not playing games because exactly. I'm like I have all these games and I love games and I kind of feel weird that I'm not playing them and he's like yeah but it's okay that like it, you bounce off for a little while he's like you've also churned through three books and two tv series in the last <laughs> couple of months and I'm like yeah uh I do that I will um read a lot of books or I will sink into tv that I may not have given a chance mm-hmm. or rewatch something that has already made me cry like those are things I don't know why I have no I, I have no good explanation for you, um, or at least I've done that at least twice in the last six months where I'm like ah, I just feel like I need to cry so we're gonna put this on uh, <laughs> I'm cry today um, and my husband's like why though and I'm like I don't I can't explain why I'm like this uh, part of it is definitely like an anxiety depression brain thing where sometimes that's how it manifests mm-hmm. and like I don't want to do this thing so I'm gonna do this thing instead I don't know I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how my brain works. I'm just in there with it, <laughs> like, you know. So, uh, so there's there's been like this this whole year. It's just been like really easy to to fall into a lot of holes, like for a lot of people, and and it's it's one of those things that it's tiptoed around a lot. I guess uh, yeah. I I know I know with you uh, in particular, like. You know, I'm back to your, back to your tweets, back to your Twitters, because uh, that's that's like where where I get the most interaction with you, like you know on Twitter. So I think that's the place that I give the most too. Yeah, um, I'm willing to be the most me on Twitter, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's not accidental. I never. It's funny because I only ever know how much it impacts people when they tell me though. 
because yeah. not everybody interacts with tweets the same way I do. I like tweets that I identify with, mm-hmm. right? Not everybody does that. Some people just see it and go, uh-huh, and then keep scrolling. So in yeah. moments like this, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I get to have the moment where I'm like, oh, some people do hear this nonsense <laughs> I put on the internet. People are actually <laughs> reading that? What? People are reading that? I'm not going to stop, but <laughs> you folks should probably rethink your life. No, I'm just kidding. My Twitter is delightful. <laughs> so, uh, so for, for, like, in particular, I'm talking about today's positive uh your yeah. your little hashtag you got going on so so what is it like what started that like what is it that that made you want to want to start keeping a tally on on what's the positive for for today it's funny i started that back <clears throat> i just looked at it it was late august and i had started going to therapy late spring i kind of had been seeing a therapist for a while and no shame in my game like mm-hmm. it's good i highly mm-hmm. recommend it for everybody who can Thank afford you. it um mm-hmm. and everybody should be able to that's the way it should be yes. it is not but i she would constantly remind me that for every bad there is probably a good that i am shrugging off you know what i mean and there were more mm-hmm. eloquent words and therapy therapist words that she used for this but this <laughs> idea that like even on your worst day there's probably one thing if you lay down in bed every night that you can think of that was good mm. even if it's not a big thing <clears throat> and i and i heard her when she said that and i said well what if i just pinned a tweet and threaded one thing every day mm-hmm. and the reason i put it on twitter is because when i would go find the tweet to to thread it i would f- be forced sometimes to scroll through a handful of the tweets of the uh-huh. moments and i would be forced to see them so when i had a really bad day Mm-hmm. I would click the top of the thread and just scroll and stop wherever I stopped and read that tweet and go, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> and like, it was grounding for me. It yeah. reminded me that my brain was playing tricks. My anxiety brain was playing tricks on me. Not everybody hates me. Not everything is terrible. I'm going to be okay. I am okay. And so I figured, well, if I put one nonsense thing in this tweet stream a day, one, it helps me. And maybe, just maybe, one other person will see it and go, it is really nice when it rains and I can sit and listen to it. Oh, it mm. does feel really good to have that like cup of coffee and take that first sip. And it's so good, even if everything's on fire around me, right? Yeah. And I was like, if it, if it helps even like one person and it helps me, I consider it a win, you know? So yeah. I would, I usually tweet those laying in bed at night at the end of the day. And some days I have to lay there for 30 minutes to find something because it's been a day. Mm-hmm. And, and those things are usually small, but they like round my feet. You know what I mean? And yeah. they force me to look at my life and say like, not everything about it is terrible. You can find, if you can find one thing a day, then that gives you a reason to keep going forward, you know? Yeah. And it was important and it was helpful, especially when things seemed very dark for months yes um, exactly wide variety of reasons in this country (laughs) (laughs) and it was like i don't know there's something about that thread and i've scrolled back through it it's pinned in my twitter and i just go man you can see the days where i had the stretch you know what i mean you can see them in what the tweet was and i'm like i remember that day being hard and i can't but i read back i'm like i don't remember what was hard about that day? I do remember that positive. That's lovely. It gives perspective on my dark days because they're not a lot of my dark days are my brain playing tricks on me. Yeah. 
I mean, genuinely bad things have happened over the course of this pandemic to me, mm. but the just generic depression, anxiety days that are just dark for no reason, like real yeah. reason, it's my brain yeah. beating me. And when I scroll back through and I look at the tweets, I'm like, I don't remember anything about why that day was hard, but I do remember that. Yeah. And that's very centering and grounding. And I just, you know, now I can't stop. <laughs> it feels good, you know? So Yeah, it's it's very it's very therape- therapeutic, you know, and it's it's something that uh it stands out. Uh like you said, the this year, this past this past year has been it's been a doozy, you know, it's and it's been it's been rough on a lot of people. And for for many reasons beyond what anybody could could think and you know imagine so you know being able to 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 go through twitter and you know you see all these political tweets you see all this stuff about you know racism and all the stuff about you know everything everything else that's horrible going on in the world you know and then you see uh you know more positive things you know going sprinkled and peppered throughout throughout your your timeline or whatever and it's like that's the stuff that that you know stands out you know because it's it's what you need it's what people need and so it's like you know when you when you hashtag it you know today's positive you know that's like when i'm scrolling through through twitter and going through trying to catch up throughout the whole day if i see that you know those are the ones that i like stop and and check out because i know that that's going to be something positive that you know it's it's needed for for a lot of people you know and it's 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 a good thing it's a good thing that a lot of people should do you know a lot of people should try and focus on on something something more positive throughout their day and you know it's it's one of those things that that people will probably be better off. I know it's something that I probably need to be doing because, you know, the days here, like I've said, are are crazy, you know, all from minute to waking up to going to bed. It's just, you know, off the wall all the time. So yeah, it never stops. And like, that's yeah. why generally speaking, it, there are a couple of exceptions. Like if something really good happens and I don't want to forget, sometimes I'll do it in the middle of the day. Or if I forget the day before, I will loop back and say, oh, no, yesterday was good because of this. I often, like I said, lay in bed. And I know um, I've read a, a couple of books, and one of the one of the books, woman who wrote it, had a like a journal, a paper journal. There's no reason it has to be on Twitter. I put it on Twitter because it, I don't know. I guess I just that's the place I felt like, oh, I'm I'm in bed with my phone. Like this is what I'll do, you know. But she would just write one. She would lay in bed with her journal and write the one thing. She would date it and write the one mm-hmm. thing. She did that for years, and she said like there were days where I was just like tear-soaked journal trying to think of anything to put down and she you know her story is in a lot of ways much harder than what even i've been through this year but she's like i always did it because those are the things i wanted to remember not the bad stuff yeah no and and while a lot of the negative stuff does shape who we are too and it's not to be forgotten sometimes wallow in the bad so far and so deep that we can't see the joy even when it's little so i force myself some days and it's not always like easy. I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say that that means I'm fine, mm. you know, but it, like I said, it connects me back to the things that make me happy. And I think that that's important. Yeah. And I'm glad that people see it and think, yeah, man, that's good stuff. You know, 
It always feels good. And I love seeing people's responses, like when they respond to something because it resonated. Like that always makes me feel good. I'm like, oh, I found a thing, found a way to connect with you. Mm-hmm. The year when so much of our connection has been sucked away. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, like just because it's nice to have that little moment, like that little zing of connection with someone. It's good. It's good stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. It's that's the way it's been all year. You know, it's like yeah. there's. There's no, uh, there, there was a long time that everybody was just on their own, you know, like whoever, whoever was in their house and that was it. And it's, it's one of those things that slowly, slowly and steadily it's, you know, creeping back to somewhat normal, you know, but it's like for a lot of people, it's still there and it's still, still going on still you know being distant from from everybody so it's like that that connection with with other people even if it's you know through through twitter or through through discord or or whatever or listening to a podcast or or something you know it's everybody needs it they need they need the connection to to something to somebody to to remind them to remind them about, you know, the outside world and remind them about, you know, happy things that are going on or, you know, something to be, to be happy about. And, and it's, it's, it's a good thing that, that you're yeah. doing with, with your little hashtag. I'm glad, I'm glad that people feel like that, you know, and, and that it's had some sort of an impact. It's had an impact on me. You know, it, it is, like I said, it's delightful to scroll through my own moments and go, ah, oh, you know what, for yeah. all of the bad, mm-hmm. there has been some light and, I just, I'm, I'm grateful for those, like, I'm just, I'm glad I put it somewhere and mm-hmm. I didn't stop. Yeah. Cause there were times when I was just like, I don't have one today. I'm not going to do it. And I said, I said, well, you're stubborn and you don't break a streak kid. <laughs> so <laughs> I know my own stubbornness when I see like a streak like that, I'm like, can't break the streak. Yep. <laughs> uh, and it, it was, it's like, I play games against my own brain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause I know exactly who I am. Um, it's taken me a long time to figure it out. So I know exactly how to incentivize my brain to stick with something. And that was how I did it. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the same thing, same thing with me, you know, uh, like, like I said about, about my blog, it's, it's one of those things where, where like I would catch myself like going to go check it out to, to either look for something specific, like a recipe or something or if I have to go update something or if I, you know, go, go in there to post something like that is very few and far between. It's, it's like one of those things that I'll catch myself yeah. going, going yeah. back and forth between old posts and, and seeing, seeing things that I've written like from like years and years ago. And, and it's like, it's good to see like that kind of stuff because it's, it's not like I'm using that to write negative things all the time. You know, it's always, it's always been positive things and it's always been good things, you know, and it's always been good memories and, and good experiences and stuff like that. So, so it's a good, uh, it's a good thing to go back for, for me and my family to, to see things written down there. I like a positive reminder and I should note, like, I don't want this to seem like, the only thing I'm willing to put out in the world is my good moments. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want to be clear that, how do I want to say this? There, There is such a thing as like toxic positivity mm-hmm. and like no, good vibes only and only, you know what I mean? And I don't believe in that. I believe that putting out 
their hard times is just as important, right? Yeah. But I I want I'm trying like I'm trying to find the right words. I want to I want to be very clear that I will tweet about a bad day. Mm-hmm. We'll be very honest about the the dualities of mental health and and how I feel. So I don't. I don't only want it to seem like I only want to put the good vibes out. Yeah. You know, I want to be there, clear about that. There, because I think there's there is a lot of people. There's a lot of people that would like, even even myself included, they would not mention anything about the bad days, anything about right. negative going on or whatever. And and I do it like more for like I guess for me, you know, because I don't it's like venting. Yeah, because I don't like to put out like the negative out there. Because I'd rather the negative just like stay behind and and like not come back and not be thought of. And I want it to pass. I want it to go forward to you know something more positive. So I don't like dwelling on the on the bad stuff. But I don't I, think that's a bad way to be. I think that I get it. Do you know what I mean? And for a lot of people, it's a very hard thing to talk about. Like talking about joy is easy. Mm. talking about struggle is not yeah it's scary you're opening a window and a door and there's so many people who take advantage of those windows and doors and Mm. throw it in your face you know what i mean yeah and we've all gotten into an argument with a loved one that's thrown something back like that in our face because it got heated and they Mm. did but no i even if it doesn't seem like it, even if sometimes, sometimes I'm the same way, I don't want to put my negative out because maybe my, my negative or what's I'm struggling with isn't only my story to tell. Yeah. You know, like if I'm having a disagreement with a person or a friend or I'm not putting that on the internet. Yeah. You know, I have a therapist for that. And I do have those conversations and I do have hard conversations with my husband. Sometimes where we don't agree and we have to work through things and I don't want to, those are, those are unfair things for me to talk about in my public Twitter. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So I don't always put them out there. People should know I struggle like everybody else. And I've worked very hard and continue to work very hard to battle those demons and to understand how I work and what's important and how I need to have those conversations. So I'm not a good vibes only person. I'm a feel your feelings as they stand person. Yep. It can be good, bad, sad, joy. Feel them because if you ignore them... Nothing good comes of it. Mm-hmm. Nothing. That, that's where good comes from. That's where that's where all the the darkness feeds into the darkness, and and it just gets darker and darker, and deeper and deeper, and and then it's it's a hole that you just can't climb climb out of. It's true. And having little kids, I I feel a very strong responsibility to teach my children. Like you need to feel your feelings. You need to learn to put words to them sometimes mm-hmm. because you have to. Because if you stomp them down and swallow them become rage and and it gets real nasty and that rage is usually pointed at yourself or someone else but usually it's partially to do with you so like i'm a very big supporter of therapy and hard conversations (laughs) and i'm a very big supporter of like feel the feelings you are being dealt in that moment Mm. don't push them aside you gotta feel them because they're just gonna come back and they're just gonna be worse Mm. the next time there is no ignoring so yeah i'm i'm not good I'm not good with anger. I'm not good with with emotions. I'm I'm horrible because it's like I'm the type to to get like mad and mm-hmm. furious and absolute like rage about something like five minutes after it happens. 
like when it's <laughs> when it's too late to react to it i don't know maybe it's a good thing like if like if uh like if we're out and and something happens something stupid in in a parking lot or whatever and you know it and it's a situation where where somebody is being absolutely ridiculous like five ten minutes later that's when it hits me and that's where i'm like that son of a like you know really like (laughs) at least you didn't start to fight in the moment i um yeah exactly that's 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 the thing that's where it's could be a positive because i avoid a lot of things by by reacting so late by like you know processing it late and everything like you know dwelling on it and thinking more getting it letting it fester you know but you know at the same time it's like the same thing happens with with family drama family struggles and things like that sure like things would happen and then it won't be until like later where it'll process and it will be like playing over and over in my head and it's like i should have said this i should have done that and i do that you know i do that you know i unpack after and that is where writing things down has started to help yeah. For me, and this is all deeply personal. Like I'm telling my story, and you're telling yours. But everybody listening to this, like everyone has a coping mechanism, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mine is definitely to write down those thoughts, and it becomes this thing where it's funny because I've read back through some of those journal entries, and like initially, it's all just like short sentences, feelings, very like to the point. Mm-hmm. And as I process and like cope and calm down, it becomes like flowy almost overly verbose language like you would read in a book because that's how I'm like I need to better words for these feelings I dig for them but I can't do that until I'm calm Mm -hmm. so it's very difficult like it's I don't necessarily go to rage my I I tend to be hurt and sad those are the emotions that tend to stick with me and they're hard to let go of (laughs) so because it cascades, right? Like, oh, but that this hurt me, and then that must have been based on this thing that happened. You know, mm-hmm. it's terrible. Um, I found that writing, for me, is the thing that puts it on the paper and then lets me like unpack and stretch it out. And by the time I'm done, I'm tired. I've said, okay, I'm closing the book. I'm letting it go. Mm-hmm. It's done now. I have to walk away. I have to let it go. So, yeah. Yeah, write, writing for me is the the best way to to express uh things like that. Well, like like situations that I just said, like with family in particular, like you know where right. where something would happen between me and my parents, like has happened so many times, <laughs> and it's like I I would be quiet about it, and like it'll process, and I would get beyond like upset right. about it but I can't say anything. I can't call and I can't text and I can't do whatever, like the best way to, to throw everything out and to, to like get every single thought out the way I want, it would be like an email or something, you know, Yes. something where I could sit there and I could, you know, compose it and make sure it's, you know, stating everything the way I want it and everything like that. And then I'll be able to, get it off my chest like that i routinely and it's funny because my therapist was one of those people who was like i'm going to tell you the thing that every therapist tells everyone because it's tried and true write the letter you're not going to send yeah put it put it on a piece of paper write it down process it and then just burn it Mm -hmm. 
after. It's okay. You don't, it's not intended for sending. It's intended for you to cope. And I do that. I took that to heart. Um, when you finally start listening to the professional who tells you how to handle your crap, <laughs> it really works. <laughs> Just like, cause you could fight that and be like, that's not going to help me. But then you do it and you're like, well, it would be good. I mean, I pay this nice woman cause she's an expert. I should probably start trusting her expertise, right? Like, it's so ridiculous. I'm an engineer. We pay people to do the things we're not good at. So, like, I do that at work fine, but I can't do that with my mental health. So, I, I totally do that. I totally write letters I don't intend to send. Yeah. Just to, that's how I process. I should really listen to her, like, sooner. I'm so stubborn. And she's just like, ugh, we could do this for two weeks, or you could just do what I say now. And I'm like, oh, okay, fine. She's not wrong, you know? Like... And you go, you go tell her, you know what? You should get paid for her. For she loves when I come back and tell her, yeah, okay, so it worked. And she just like looks at me and I'm like, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say you told me so. I understand that. I'm paying you to mock me now. This is ridiculous. <laughs> A very good working relationship. Yeah, it sounds like it. it sounds like it. You need that in your life. So with with all this talk of, uh, of you know, mental health and everything like that, uh, I, I made the connection uh I don't know when I made the connection. Uh, I forgot exactly when, uh, but I know back then in your your golden days of of podcasting, uh, you you used to be very vocal about uh, you know the things that you would be drinking and stuff like that, like many people do. And and today these days you are very vocal about not partaking in and drinking and stuff like that so is that go hand in hand with uh with everything that we already talked about now is that something that connects with that yeah, it does so i quit drinking alcohol All right it's 2021 so it would have been october of 2016 right. so it's been a little over four years now boy it's a really long time <laughs> that's good did that happen <laughs> it is it the, fir the first year sucks but after that uh i did it because I, I'll be very frank, I've been an anxiety sufferer, I diagnosed general anxiety disorder sufferer for a very long time. Um, and I struggled with it off and on. And I would often, as many people do, use alcohol as a way to shut off my brain mm -hmm. or dull the, the loudness of it, right? And for a lot of people, everybody does this. Most people who drink, I had a bad day. I need a drink, right? Yep. I'm not passing any judgment. Believe me, <laughs> it's not my place. <laughs> but the problem was that I teetered at a precipice of it being a problem. It was like the way the the way I've described it to people who I love deeply is: I was standing on the edge of a cliff. It would take one strong breeze in either to push me off, mm -hmm. and then it would ruin my life, probably. And I so I stepped back aggressively and I chose I chose and I looked at my life and I said I remember distinctly the moment I woke up on a Tuesday morning with a hangover so bad I had to call out of work and I said I have two kids and it's Tuesday what could be so wrong on a Monday that I could have put myself in this position and I said I think it's probably time to unpack that instead of avoid it I just said before you need to feel your feelings and you need to address them and you can't just pack them away and hope they go away. And I, it took me years to take my own advice, right? Years. Mm -hmm. And I finally took that advice. I said, I'm going to step back and I'm going to decide I'm not going to drink anymore. And I'm going to figure out gap here. 
the problem here? And it took me a really long time after that. I mean, it's four years and I'm finally comfortable in my own skin, right? But it's funny because I remember how like bummed I was about it at the time. I was like ashamed of myself. Mm-hmm. I had put myself in that position. And it took me four days to tell my husband. I love this man. And uh, he and I have been together now for over 20 years. He, I trust him more than any other human being. And it took me four days and it was... Friday morning, right before I went to work and I pulled open the back door, he was out there with the dog. And I said, I quit drinking, not ready to talk about it yet. <laughs> and then I got in my, my truck and drove to the train station to go to work and cried the whole way there because I felt ashamed of myself. You know, I felt, uh, felt awful about it. But like you, you felt awful because it's, it's a step that you had to take. Is that Yeah. What I felt awful that I put myself in that position Yeah, that I, that you were there I having entered. to, having to yes. admit that you did that. It's it's the very definition of having to say you have a problem. Yeah. And it being scary and it not feeling good, even to someone you love and trust more than anyone else. Right. And it was the looking back, I can 100% say that for me, it was the best decision I ever made. Yeah. I am a different person because of that step. And it didn't manifest itself until years later. But if I hadn't done that then, wouldn't have made the other choices I've made in the last four years. There is no way. I would never have gone to therapy. I've just said, I'm fine. That's what bourbon's for or whatever, you know? <laughs> um, everybody has problems. That's why Americans drink, right? Like, or anybody, really, it's not exclusive to Americans. <laughs> but I would have made an excuse to avoid confronting that stuff, and I would have just put a, a wet blanket over those feelings and ignored them. Yep. And Oh man, still took me years to get comfortable enough to say I need help with this stuff from a professional, but at least I didn't have this like alcohol soaked view of the world anymore. You know, it was, it's like, it's something that I am rarely afforded the opportunity to be very candid about, but I'm always kind of grateful when I am because it's like, look, dude, I had a problem. Mm -hmm. I fixed it. It sucked. It wasn't easy. The first six months were so hard and you start to realize how um, steeped in alcohol the culture mm. of like socialization yes. is. Yep. Oh, we're going out for a drink. Oh, what do you want to drink? Oh, what are you going to drink with dinner? Oh, there's a wedding and everybody's expecting. Why aren't you drinking? Mm. It's weird when you don't drink to people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you are, you're preaching to the choir. Right now, with that, and it's- <laughs> people get really uncomfortable and combative about it in uh-huh. certain situations. So, yeah. like, it's like I you're met you're mirroring your issues onto me. Like, you're mad at me for not drinking, but what does that say about what you're battling with? You know, is it about me or is it about you? You know, yeah. and you you might as a- well you might as well be an alien, like not even it, human. If and, and people get weird, I stop yeah. getting invited to out to lunch sometimes. I um because people would drink at lunch sometimes you know it's one of those cultures yeah a consulting is just one of those cultures I get invited to after work happy hours anymore even the mm. knowing I would say no they used to at least invite me they stopped yeah. inviting me um weddings people were weird people got real weird about it and it took me a full calendar year to honestly answer the question when so- like when someone would offer me a drink instead of saying no thanks I'm fine to just say no thanks I don't drink yeah then another six months to find when people said oh but why for me to say because I don't instead of trying to make up an excuse like oh I don't feel good or oh 
18 months to get my swagger. Mm-hmm. And boy, man, <laughs> it was a hell of a ride. And my husband, to his credit, quit drinking for the full first year mm-hmm. with me. And I said to him, when I realized it four months in, I, you don't have to do that. This is my hill to climb. Like I need to. And he's like, no. He's like, you, I know that. I'm doing it because I want to. And then I cried because that's usually how I respond to people being kind to me. I cry a lot. <laughs> he now drinks. He'll have a glass of wine with dinner occasionally or a bourbon every once in a while. But like, it's, it's so funny. Like, he felt like obligated to me. And I'm like, you don't have to. And he's like, I know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Will you let me help you? God. <laughs> it's, it's the um, social implications of quitting drinking are wild. Yeah. It's very strange. It is. Like you said, it's, it's something that it's, it's ingrained in, in culture now, like social, socialing, so, so, socializing is like, it's, it's almost centered around, you know, having, having some sort of drink in your hand. And, and it's something that, uh, that I learned like, at a very young age that, uh, that it's, it's one of those things that people just expect you to do, you know, like, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, this is coming from, from a Puerto Rican who, who does not drink. And it's, it's like (laughs) Italian American. I mean, it's built in. Exactly. Like it's, it's my mom and dad are not big drinkers, but my grandfather was a drunk. Mm-hmm. So, and I say that like there's no if ands or buts. So I'm not being like, <laughs> you know, exaggerating a point. Yeah. He was an alcoholic. It mm-hmm. killed him. You know, so I feel you. Yeah, and it's so it becomes built into like like my first Thanksgiving. I quit drinking about a month before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. My family did not handle that well. <laughs> like me just saying no to a glass of wine. Are you sick? And yeah. I wasn't ready to talk <laughs> oh, about man. it yet. Yeah, that was yeah. that. That's like real fresh. Like fresh wound trying to trying to take care of it and and they're there trying to douse it with alcohol it was just not ready and i wasn't ready to talk about it at christmas and i wasn't ready to talk about it in new year's i wasn't Mm -hmm. ready to talk about it for like a year (laughs) so um yeah i feel it's it's a high it's a high mountain to climb for sure it's it's one of those things like like you said it's a personal personal battle that that you know you you took on and you were you were meeting it full force you know and you know pretty much if somebody's trying to like you know steer you off the course or whatever you know it's it's one of those things that that it's it's hard to it's hard to focus on because the thing that helped you (laughs) focus is what you're trying to stop it's true. It's yeah. like the go-to of, I, I bet you at least half of the people listening to this have had a day where they're like, I just want a glass of wine. Yeah. Right? It's just built in. And I'm not saying that there's anything necessarily wrong yeah. with that. There, there there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. It's just that I can't moderate. Yeah. I couldn't just have a glass of wine. And I know figuring that out about myself is what enabled me to be like, okay, I figured out what I need to do now. And it still sucked. Mm. <laughs> to, But so socially like wound into the fabric of just like like i remember people being like oh you want to go grab a beer and talk about it i'm like i'll grab a cup of coffee (laughs) no like or i'll order a club soda at a bar i do it all the time i'll go out with people now because i'm comfortable with it 
only time I won't go out with people is if I know that they'll get hammered and expect mm. me to pick them up like that. Yeah. Mm, I don't need that, you know. Yes, yeah. But I'll go out and tip a, a bartender five dollars on a club soda. I don't care. <laughs> I know who I am now, you know. But mm-hmm. it's yeah. so difficult to unwind. Like you, I, I didn't necessarily lose friends, but I had to relearn how to have them. Yeah. And how to interact with them, and I don't think I needed to have that struggle to figure it out. But who boy was it a, a rough like first <laughs> year, maybe year and a half was really very challenging. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's one of those things for me that that uh, I came up with it. You know, it's because I never, I've never been drunk before. Like I've never, like the most I've had is probably like two drinks you know, in, in one night, maybe. And, King of moderation. See, um, you know how to moderate. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's like, it's one of those things where I just, I don't like it. Like, I don't like, uh, the idea of not having control of myself, yeah. you know, like that's never been like, a, like a thought, like, Oh, I want to do that, you know? And I think it came from, uh, growing up, with with the friends that i had Mm -hmm. uh like in in high school junior high school and high school uh actually from grade school from grade school i had the same friends all the way through high school and you know we we grew up all liking the same stuff and and doing all the same things hanging out playing sports you know doing things that you know we used to do back in the 80s and 90s that you know, you wouldn't let your kids do now, like go out to the park on their own and yeah, in the dark. Yeah. Who does, who does that that now? There are murderers out there, children (laughs) ride your bike to where that's a dangerous road. Yeah, Yeah, I know. It was so different for us. It was so different for us. (laughs) But, uh, but it's like back then all my friends, like, you know, we went from, from hanging out and, and playing sports and watching cartoons and things like that to, to, uh, to them getting into drugs and getting into drinking and and it's like it got to the point where the only fun that they had was if they were either high or drunk and and for me it's like i i was never about that like i was never the type to to think like that like for me the fun came from having fun like from doing whatever it is that we were doing you know so it's like i was always the one that was having to to watch out for them or the one that had to make sure that they weren't being stupid to the point where they were gonna get themselves shot or stabbed you know by somebody else or you know things like that so it's like i grew up with that mentality of of like okay I see what this does to people. I don't want uh, anything to do with it. I don't. I want think it. if I hadn't had the grandfather who drank himself to death, I I might not have stepped back off the cliff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because that was the moment when I thought, do I want to end up like that? Mm-hmm. I want to be that person. The answer is no. He was a bigot, <laughs> you know, and an, and an asshole. There's no nice way to say that. Mm-hmm. But that was the thing in the back of my head. Like I I had friends who drank and got themselves into. Most of my friends were like pretty chill and kind of nerdy and we got ourselves into trouble, but it wasn't bad trouble. Um, but my grandfather was the voice in the back of my head. Yeah. Don't end up like that. I have a choice. Now is your choice. 
Because in a couple of more, a month, two months, a year maybe, choice will, you will have already made it and it will be almost impossible to pull it back. So feel you, I do. And you, you know, you made your personality is such too, that I think that it beat it one out beforehand, you know, and that's a good, that's a good thing. Believe me. For like, for, for what you mean, for what it was. Desire to stay in control is what has kept you from being in the position that I found myself in. Um, that's a good thing because it kept it, it allowed you to moderate like yeah. a grown up, you know what I mean? <laughs> like a get yeah. in control adult. It's yeah. more I, way to say I it. feel I feel like if I didn't if I didn't witness like the way things were like for like for my friends from, you know, being that point of view, if I didn't see it from there, like it probably maybe would have been different because drinking is sure. like it's in my blood, basically, you know, with with uh with my my father my father's side and everything it's like you know he drinks stuff like it's water and you know sometimes it catches up to him and it's it's not good and you know he would stop for a while but then he'd pick it back up and you know it's like i i don't think he has a problem but you know maybe he does i don't know you know maybe maybe it's something that i'm not seeing you know or or whatever but you know the point is it's like it's it's there in me to to like like i feel like it's uh i feel like it's something that could be woken up if i had poked it if i had poked it enough you know yeah that's fair that's fair i like yeah it lives in my genetics too, in a lot of ways, you know, like my yeah. grandfather was the other only one, like my other grandfather was definitely like in the military. And I know my mom, the way my mom tells it, he was not alive when I was born. Mm. Um, he drank a whole lot too. Yeah. And it's funny, this kind of thing, it's, it's a very stark reminder. Cause I, I can't tell you how many people, when I said, Oh no, I quit drinking. They said, Oh, I didn't think you needed to, you seemed fine. It's yeah. like, this is a very, like, that is a very stark reminder that everybody is struggling with something, even when you cannot see it. Yeah. The person who seems fine, there's something, everyone has something. Cause I cannot tell you how many people said to me, why you seem to handle it fine. You never seemed out of control. You never yeah. seen, and I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> you're not rattling around inside my head. So it's easy to say that because mm-hmm. I presented an, an air of that. Right. So that was the, the, the everyone struggles with something. This is my greatest example of that. I'm like, you probably wouldn't have guessed. A lot of people probably wouldn't have guessed. Some people who knew me well enough might have. But I mean, it, but it is the biggest thing I have heard. Like, I didn't think, yeah, well, everybody has struggles and they don't yeah. always get to see them. So remember that mm-hmm. and treat people with the kindness, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yep, that, that is true, you know? And it's it's something that that a lot of people, they, they take for granted. They think... Uh, you know, they think whatever's going on is it's like, that's, that's the only thing that's going on. And there's, there's nobody else with problems or, you know, bigger problems or, or anything like that. And, and it's, it's not, it's not a good mentality to keep, you know, for, for anything in general. And, you know, sometimes you're, you're reminded of it a lot. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes you need to be slapped in the face with it. And, you know, it's, yes. it's just, yes. it's just something that you, you got to learn, you know, you got to figure out. It's one of those things in life. Like for me, uh, it happened the other day, something that got me like really, really upset. It's, 
and I know I mentioned it briefly on uh, on a previous show with with Beardy. Uh, it's it was at the dentist uh, that I didn't get to go to, and I I went to go for my appointment and and uh, it was like this whole big hassle of getting in there because they were they were really really uh, anal about the the COVID protection sure. and everything like that. Sure. So uh, so they were trying to charge me some ridiculous extra fee on top of like everything else and and it was very very shady like the way they were doing it and okay. and it wasn't it wasn't expected it wasn't like you know warned about like you know they it was just out of nowhere so <clears throat> so i was like i was like i i'm not comfortable paying that because you know i wasn't prepared for that i didn't know i had to pay anything extra on top of whatever and and all that and uh and like it was it started going into a conversation where uh, the lady got defensive and, okay and she was like she was like well you know the office has been struggling a lot and and it's been it's been really hard here because all of our staff has been you know they've been gone and it's just me and the doctor now and we've had people that have like left because of covid and some have left because of cancer and it's just something that that it's it's just been hitting us pretty hard so we're trying to to take it day by day and do whatever like you know it's and here i am standing there like mm -hmm. you know somebody who just had surgery for cancer and i know from you know that experience it's not something that you would throw in somebody's face like that yeah, sure. you, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Right. You don't you don't go if you're having an argument about paying something, you don't go throwing in their face. Well, you know, we've been dealing with this and blah, 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 cancer. You know, there there's no there's no reason to bring that up. And it like <laughs> it really pissed me off. And, <laughs> you know, and it's like on the paperwork that I had just filled out. I put on there because it said that have you had any like, you know, previous things that are going on that are new for your medical history? I was like, yeah, I just had cancer and I just had the surgery and all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. So it's in the paperwork, but I didn't tell her anything. You know, I was just like, I was just, sure. you know what? Have a nice day. Tell the doctor I said thank you. And, and I left. Uh -huh. And, you know, I just, you know, one of those things like I, you know, in the back of my mind, I was like, I hope she reads it and feels like shit because <laughs> that sure. is pretty messed up that she went and like, you know, pulled it out as if like, you know, it was like her, her ace up her sleeve, like to make me feel bad to be like, oh, okay. So here, you know, uh -huh. and it's, it's one of those things like, you know, you don't know what other people are going through. You, like you, you said, never know you what know. they're going through. You never, and to assume just because like the internet is tricky about this too, because the internet is notorious for only showing you the good stuff because most yeah. of us don't always feel comfortable opening a door into our darkness. Like mm -hmm. I will do it under the right conditions and with the right people, but I don't always want to tweet it. I don't want it to get thrown back in my face. You know, no one does. Um, so we often put a, a, a happiness filter over the content that we place online. And so People forget when they see that that yeah like you still struggle mm -hmm. people who seem joyous still struggle and some of the stuff that they struggle with is dark 
and hard mm-hmm. and assuming that they're not and assuming that you have it worse it's making the assumption that there's like need to have a competition (laughs) you're allowed to have your struggles and i'm allowed to have mine and we Mm -hmm. can hear each other and empathize for each other without having to make it about which one of us has it worse it doesn't matter the truth of it is it does not matter who has it worse it matters that we can meet each other in a place and try to help Mm -hmm. here just to hear just to hear what someone else is going through is often enough so yep <clears throat> that's the way a lot of us should uh should be trying to 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 see things you know and it's it's beyond beyond truth for that i've returned back welcome back <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> so uh so like i was gonna say uh it's it's true like it's true about the uh the whole thing with the with what you said (laughs) (laughs) all right i got you i got you i got you it's back now it's back now okay i i cleared the fog it's it's true about the the people showing showing just like you know the positiveness because it's something that i do on the regular (laughs) like uh, we all do that right we all put the instagram pictures of the things that are cool right exactly and it's like it's mostly like the ones with with the kids. Uh, yeah. You know, it's like you see you see pictures of of my kids happy, smiling, uh, or or into something like you know having fun doing something or whatever. And it's like the minutes and seconds surrounding that one picture are oh, usually God. like the most ridiculous chaotic mess that you've ever seen like mtv type show things you know <laughs> i think i think anyone who has kids knows that that it's like a series of little roller coaster bumps all day right yes. but yep. people who don't have kids this is not a slight against them for the most part or who have never cared for kids in any sort of capacity just don't understand how whiplashy having <sighs> children is mm-hmm. Like one minute they're great and the next minute it's a fight about something. And I think that they all think like, and we perpetuate this slightly because we put out the positive stuff on social media because that's what you do with your children. You don't put down their breakdowns out on social media. That's, (laughs) but people see it and they're like, oh, this looks like having kids is a blast. And I'm like, yeah, it's also the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Holy yep. crap! Is yep. it hard every I, day? <laughs> I had to take away the uh, the middle the middleist. I had to take away his his switch today, uh, and and yeah, that that turned into something, and and it was it was it was a big something, and he he did not agree, uh, to say the least, and as they are wont to do, yeah, and uh, and yeah, that just it just went on because I I stuck to my guns and I was like, nope sorry and and yeah so and then it got you know it eventually quieted down and and now you know putting him to bed it's like he was in bed and and then he he got up he was like daddy hug hug good night kiss me good night and it's like oh okay you know and and it's like he he's living true to his his uh his nickname sour patch it's like the the sour patch kids the commercials it's like they'll they'll do something to terrorize you and destroy your house and then the next second they're like hugging you and and all that dude 
like I said, Whiplash, my youngest, we, her, I don't know where this came from, but her nickname is Nugget. And I say to her often, you know, you're a spicy nugget. You're not like, not like a, a bland, boring nugget. You spicy. <laughs> and she thinks that's hilarious, but it's true because she has so much personality. Mm-hmm. My son, my oldest, is very much like afraid to disappoint people and a rule follower. He reminds me so much of myself that I speak to him the way I wish someone had spoken to me. Yeah. You know, like... I warn him about the inside of his own head a lot and not letting the demon, like not letting, not beating himself. She will fight you. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) she's so spicy. There's just, and she's eight. So there's these moments where like, and I've told the story a million times, she will get mad at me, tell me she hates me, slam her bedroom door, and then open the door because it didn't slam loud enough and slam it again. She's eight. And I'm like, I, I will look at my husband. He's like, I don't know what we're going to do when she's 14. I'm like, cry. I'm going to cry. I don't drink anymore. There's nothing else to do except cry. Um, it's, it's funny because like parenting is so weird. It's both the best thing that's ever happened to me and the most difficult all in one little weird ball. Mm-hmm. People should really write books about this. Yeah, <laughs> they know. do. We just all ignore them because we yes, think it'll be fine. I do. I do. I ignored the crap out of them. I read the books <laughs> and I was like, it'll be fine. These people don't know what they're talking about. How hard could this be? <sighs> should have listened to them. Holy crap. <laughs> That's tough. It's like, it's like paying your therapist and not listening to them. I, I, well, and it's exactly the same thing. It's like, I clearly know me better than you do. And then something happens and I'm like, clearly she's a witch. Do you know what I mean? i've told her that before i'm like you must be a sorceress and she's just like no no um i just think you know better than me and i like to let that play out i'm like oh good (laughs) but it's it's the same way with parenting like it's also so funny because parenting in a lot of ways while the arc is the same the story is different for all of us like Mm -hmm. her struggles with your kids are probably very different than mine um at the end of the day we're both tired Mm mm-hmm we both feel like we've been on a really crappy roller coaster at Great Adventure. Uh-huh. Oh, the man. reasons are those, different. Those horrible wooden ones. Yeah, I was just thinking yeah. of uh, Rolling Thunder. Is that the one? Oh wait, I think it is. the the great the great American something something. There the Great American one. Scream Machine. Scream Machine. One. Those there are both at the yeah. Great Adventure right by my house. I yeah. grew up, I hate roller coasters. Everyone <laughs> should know this about me. I cannot stand them. There's my brain literally starts doing calculations about all the ways that I can die. I can't go on roller coasters. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a delight on airplanes too. Just an absolute delight. Um, uh, yeah. But yeah, like, on a roller coaster, my struggles, I'm, always, I'm always ducking on roller coasters. Like, I'm always. My husband like, loves roller coasters. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand how we made it work for so many years sometimes when I say some of these things out loud. Um, But like my kid, it's interesting with kids because people give out parenting advice, even other parents to other parents, like unsolicited parenting advice. Mm -hmm. You don't know me and my children Mm -hmm. is up there with the stuff that makes me roll my eyes the hardest. (laughs) Like assuming, you know, my kid after interacting with me for like 20 minutes just because we both have kids, that's a big leap, Martha. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Excuse me, Susan, but ma'am, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, don't give me parenting advice. Oh, they shouldn't eat. No, 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 we're not doing that today. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do that with me. This is why I told my husband, this is why I'm just going to keep collecting tattoos because maybe those women will just be so afraid they won't speak to me. Yep, there you go. That's the goal. <laughs> 
Goals. Intimidation. That's what you got. That's the goal. I will. I yep. used to ride up to PTA meetings on my Harley, <laughs> walk in with my boots on and my helmet, or jacket, and my "Don't f with me" face, and yep. that stopped a lot of the conversations. <laughs> now we're just going to keep adding tattoos until it stops the rest. There you go. <laughs> See, you, you got it. You got it all figured out. There's. I there's... pretend like I have it figured out. I don't know anything. <laughs> Yeah, I feel I feel like uh, parenting and kids could be like a totally different show. Like that's that sounds like fun because it sounds like I, uh, I, yeah. it sounds like your your boy is like the same with my with my oldest. Like it's it's very 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 me. Like hmm. the, the personalities and everything like that. Uh, it seems like you're much more level headed with it, but like. Like me, I tend to to like. I guess you could say I'm taking the personality of the Hulk a lot. Like it's Fair enough. It's just like you know. Sometimes the day would go like, like you know, something would happen, and then it'll be like, okay, is that what we're really the decision that we're making? And then two minutes later, something else would happen, and it'll be like, okay, what just happened before? And then the third thing happens like two minutes later, and it's like, okay, that's it. The it's like oh, you, it's gone. You take way longer to lose your patience than me. I don't want oh, it to no. seem like I'm like this perfectly. Pa- oh, please, I'm an <laughs> I'm an Italian American woman, and there is a stereotype about that for a reason. Okay, I don't. I have some days I'm patience personified. Some days I'm liquid rage, just waiting for somebody to pop a balloon. Mm-hmm. Um, I blame hormones. That's what I blame. Sure. Not my personality at all. Uh, there are certain buttons that my kids know how to push. Yep. And they know they're going to make me mad, but they can't stop themselves. <laughs> uh, and then there are other days where I solve the problems in creative ways. Like, my son gave me a bunch of sass the one day. I don't like it when they dish me like that kind of like irreverence. You know what I mean? Like mm. disrespect. And I was like, I could yell at him. Or... I could solve this problem in a creative way. So I waited till I took a shower. I filled a container with ice water and I dumped it on his head <laughs> while he was in the hot shower. And he screamed <laughs> so loud that the neighbors probably heard it. And I said to him, are you going to sass me again? And his exact words were, not if you're going to take it that far. <laughs> and I still see him, like there was a day a couple of weeks ago and he caught himself and I looked at him and I'm like, what just went through your head? He's like, I was going to say something that I shouldn't say. And then I remembered the ice water and then oh, he just walked out of the room. Man. And I'm like, mm, every once in a while I have a major win. <laughs> but the days I'm the, I'm the mom who the neighbors can hear yelling as they walk by. So I don't know. Yep. Fine. Yeah, I got to, I got to. Try and remember the the ice water. See if uh, see if that one will fly with the wife. It see was, if she approves. It was genius. I felt so <laughs> proud of myself. My husband was cackling in the other room. He's like, I'm actually kind of mad. I never thought to do that. I'm like, I can be creative when I need to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're 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 that house too. Uh, we we're like we don't. <clears throat> it got to the point where we just stop trying to to be quiet. Uh, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, like I said, it just gets progressively worse throughout the day. And sometimes it starts early in the morning. Sometimes it's the afternoon. Sometimes it's the evening when we're trying to get to bed. Cause like, you know, we say, you know, like we, we mentioned before the whole bedtime is, is right. a struggle, you know? 
but uh <laughs> but yeah it's like uh there was there was one day i i went out to to take out the trash or something like that the neighbors were were outside <laughs> and and uh and something was said about something and and they they were like oh i i'm glad i'm glad whatever because you know we we feel like we're always scared because you hear us screaming over here <laughs> and i'm like yeah. are you serious right now are you are you kidding uh, me <laughs> I think we're all so self-conscious about that it's funny because like sometime during the pandemic i lost my patience with my kids over some such nonsense pretty early on it was maybe may it was a day in may and i was like why don't we go for a walk why don't we get out of this house and as we're walking through the neighborhood i heard like at least two other houses where i could hear yelling at uh, the curb from yeah. inside and i was like i feel seen it's you, not just me we you, all ha- we all lose our minds see this is exactly it we're all struggling <laughs> we just we don't often see the forest for the trees on our own side either. We mm. think we're the only ones struggling. It's like, no, we're not alone. There's no, no alone. We're yeah. not crazy. Um, you, do you do you get happy when you hear that? Like, I mean, obviously they're probably going through struggles, and it's a terrible thing to say. But you know, for us, it's like we look at each other, we smile. Look, it's not just us. It's not just me. I think that it is the very definition of I feel seen. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know when like you see an Instagram caption, you're like, oh God, yes. Yep. It's that. It's not that I'm happy for your struggle. It's just that I'm happy to not be alone yes, in this dark exactly. corner that I yep. put myself in, you know? <laughs> it's weird. And it's like like my husband has looked at me and goes, Well, at least you're not the only one people can hear in the street. Because he doesn't <laughs> yell. This is a man who does not raise. If if he yells, it's bad. I've heard him yell maybe a half dozen times. Mm-hmm. Does not raise his voice. No. Um I, on the other hand, hundred percent do <laughs> i'm just loud in general i just i'm just loud you know i'm loud when i'm excited and i'm loud mm-hmm. when i'm angry so he he always thinks it's so funny he's like well at least you're not the only one who can like really mm. pull that from the diaphragm <laughs> <laughs> shut up don yeah and you know it's like it's like one of those things like you you feel like you're the only one because it's it's always. like it's bad sometimes like it gets bad, like especially when like things are like really high, and the kids have their their attitudes and they have their their things going on, and like our ten year old, he's like he's going on nineteen twenty now, you know. Yeah. So yep. he's he's like up there with his with his attitude and all that. So so it's like to hear the neighbors like saying like, "Oh, we're we're afraid of this." I'm like, listen. <laughs> honey <was> like, <laughs> sweetie <laughs> i was like i i was so happy i was like look you you just you saying that tells me that you don't hear the crap going on in our house so you know it's yes it's exactly it's one of those things and then like we're real cool with neighbors across the street uh we're always talking or whatever and she's told us like numerous times too like she was like she was like look i'm sorry if you hear us screaming over there it's just like crazy this going <laughs> It's like seriously, like you were the last people to apologize for that. It's it's terrible. I've never heard it. I've never had anyone do that. But if they did, I would probably just cackle and be like, you know, I'm like Carmela from The Sopranos over here. <laughs> like I I don't I'm loud and I'm not real big. So like it's don't worry about it, dude. I'm probably already yelling. I probably don't even hear you. Um, do it. Do the same thing my mother used to do too. I yell to summon my children. <laughs> There are a million devices in my home. Yep. This is a 1,400 square foot house. Okay. If, if anyone thinks I live in the lap of luxury, 1,400 square feet. 
I could walk up one flight of stairs to ask my children something. Or <laughs> I could yell loudly from the kitchen mm-hmm. and summon them. <laughs> uh I, you know, guess which one I often choose. Well, I've got this voice and God gave it to me, so we're going to use it. <laughs> I feel like my mom. I'm 100% in that way, very much like my mother. Um, and it tickles me every time. Yep. There it. So, so it was fun. Uh, you know, I think I think we covered. I think we covered a lot. Uh, <laughs> It, all a the good, things a good range of stuff going on and uh and you know it's much much appreciated uh i'm gonna i'm gonna go and and uh you know work some magic and editing and all that stuff so we're gonna end this show here and uh you know we'll we'll continue on and, and you know we'll have another show with you next week but uh but for this one uh if you want to go ahead and and pimp out uh whatever oh. whatever you're doing you know, so so those listening to this know know where to find you on a weekly basis and and how to yeah. how to keep in contact with all your your positive messages for the days and all that. For cat memes, I only have two <laughs> speeds. Uh, I'm joking. I have lots of speeds, and they're all <laughs> nonsense. If you want the bulk of my nonsense, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm Et Dragon. Um, after my favorite Bruce Lee movie, Enter the Dragon. Uh, I was going to ask you where the name <laughs> came from. Yeah, Ooh. it's uh, I love Bruce Lee and I love martial arts. And it was uh. Enter the Dragon was, is my favorite of those movies. So that's it's, if you ever need to remember my Twitter, it's E.T. Dragon. That and then every week um, we put out a podcast called The Xbox Empire, um, part of the Play Some Video Games Network of Podcasts. You can follow the show on Twitter, Xbox Empire. Um, or you just follow me and I retweet all of that stuff and you can find us pretty much anywhere there is a podcast to be found on the internet because that's how it works now with the kids and their their internet machines. I don't know. In my day, we had to put it on a WordPress site or Libsyn. I don't know. Shakes Kane that says in my day on it. Uh, so if but if you want if you if you want the easiest answer, the easiest answer is ET Dragon on Twitter will get you all of my nonsense content. There you go. All right. It it's been it's been a pleasure. And uh to say the least, it's been it's been a roller coaster ride this episode. So it's <laughs> good it's much, one. It's been fun. It's I don't often pleasure. get to be quite so candid. So thank you very much for having me and allowing me that. It's that's, been a blast. That's one thing that I was aiming for, you know. Uh because ah. you know, it's it, every time I hear you, you're always talking gaming. You're always talking sure. something, something entertaining. Yeah something fun you know and and you know it's like i want this yeah this show of mine i want it to be more more people more more personal you know and it's like Mm -hmm. this is this is exactly the type of of uh of talking that i that i want to try and do you know if if we're talking about games that's cool that's fine yeah, but it's it's more more the opportunities for for people that I know to to talk more about other things that that they don't typically talk about. So so I'm glad you were able yeah. to 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 take that opportunity and, and run with it. It was fantastic, and I appreciate you having me.